It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show or several. Hey, Thomas, how's it going this week? Marquesas Monday, another day. Yep, just another Marquesas Monday. Marquesas Fun Day, you might say. Yeah, well, I wish it was. Yeah. Uh, because that is my Marquesas fun day. Yeah. My Marquesas I don't have to run day. I love how... Anyway. Every time we do Marquesas Monday, which I think has been every episode for the last six months, um, we always say, oh, it, it's always like, oh, we got to sing Marquesas Monday, obviously, but we got to do like a funny bit on it, and it ends up just us reciting one or two lines from Marquesas Monday, yeah. <laughs> not changing a thing. You get the idea. We're normal owls. That's right. Um, I don't know. Things are, things are good, Jake. It's finally, spring has sprung. Mm. It's, uh, it's nice out. The weather's nice. Yes. Uh, I, I was outside for uh, Easter yesterday playing cornhole, dominating, back in my element. Oh, of course. What are your two top skills, cornhole and trivia? And number three is um, karaoke. Wow, that's a good top three. Uh, I would say number one is probably Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Number two is cornhole. <laughs> my number one and is number three, three, three is trivia. Uh, my number one is probably um, knowing some information about the television program Survivor. My number two is knowing a lot about the television program Lost. And my number three is... Um, I'm pretty good at, like, navigating Chicago um, transit system. The CTA is what hey, it's called. It's a very useful skill when you I live was, in Chicago. <laughs> that wasn't even a joke one. That one's real. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good. Honestly, that is a good talent to have when that's the city that you live in. I I don't think about it, you know, because I do it so regularly and have been doing it so regularly. And I'm so good at it. Uh, when somebody comes to town that doesn't normally come here, they're so confused by the platform. It's like it's literally just a platform. You wait here until the train comes. I don't know why. Do you you're think confused. that there's a bunch of people, like CIA people or like Feds or whatever, like in the like Bourne movies? Yeah. That are watching you navigate it on a screen, and it's like he got on that train without even thinking. Yeah, like he's been activated. That's me. We've never seen anyone navigate transit this efficiently. <laughs> <laughs> he's been sitting on the platform for twenty five minutes because he forgot to get on the first train. <laughs> he's th he's trying to throw us off. <laughs> he was playing Roller Coaster Tycoon on his phone and missed the first three trains <laughs> to throw us off. He's incredible. Coming back from Cincinnati yesterday in the car, my least favorite mode of transportation that I regularly take, uh, we drove past a black Escalade, I think is what those cars are called, with the license plate that said livery on it. Do you know that word, livery? I should, off the top, because it's definitely something I've heard before, but I don't right. remember off the top of my head. That's that, that was my immediate reaction, too. It's like a basically like a Secret Service guy. So I was like, ooh, who's the celebrity in this livery car? But then I also thought about livers a lot, and that was kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they get you. Mm -hmm. You're like, who's in there? And then you're like, ew, what if I reach my hand in and I have to touch liver? Yeah. Gross. Well, it would be like touching eyeballs at one of those haunted houses that are peeled grapes. <laughs> you would run off, yeah, spaghetti, and you'd be like, ooh, Here's the thing I brains. don't understand. Okay, they did surgery on a grape. Remember, it was all the craze on Twitter like three years ago. Yes, they did surgery on a grape. But, like, peeled grapes, 
was already a thing in haunted houses for years growing up. And they, they said they're they've eyeballs. They've been doing surgery on grapes. They've been doing surgery on grapes for ages. It's nothing new. Um, grapes are a really good fruit, though. And you know where they eat a lot of fruit? Do you know where they eat a lot of fruit? Come on. I thought you were going to say Survivor. No. It's a location. Do you know where they eat a lot uh, of fruit? Fiji? Fiji. And you know what TV shows shoots out in Fiji? Survivor. Yeah, Thomas. Did you watch Survivor 44 last night? They me do all the work on the damn segue. <laughs> I was like, this is so simple. And in the middle, I was like, oh, this is a three-step process. I thought you were gonna I thought it was a rhetorical question. I thought you Never. were gonna answer your own question. Every question I want you to respond to. What did you think of this week's episode title? Survivor with a capital S. Pretty good. As soon as uh it was said on the show, I don't think I looked at it beforehand and I was like, that's the title right there. Yeah. I had the same reaction. Um I I was like, oh, that's a really good line. If that's not the episode title, I said, oh yeah, it is. I usually look at the episode titles beforehand, um, just to see, you know, what it is. See if there's anything I can pick out that would be better. Longtime listeners may remember a segment we did once or twice where I pulled quotes from the show that would make a better episode title. Didn't really go anywhere. It wasn't a fun segment, so we canceled it. No. Now we have fun segments like Quopes quote, quote. That's right. Like Quopes quiz. quiz, here to stay forever. <laughs> With that, uh, I, I've been rewatching Barry because the uh, the season four premiere is uh, is coming up uh, this this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a point where Barry just out of nowhere, because he's tall, books a role in the movie Ski Instructors and he's showing it to, to Gene Cousineau. And Gene is like, there's a lot of lines on this. And he goes, look at this one. We're a couple of ski instructors. That's the title. They can't cut that. And that's how <laughs> I felt when <laughs> Survivor with a capital S was spoken. I was like, they can't cut that line. That's the title of the episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so over on Tika, they compare their accents. This was like a fun little thing where they all were like, uh, Carolyn was like, I would say back like this. And Jam Jam was like, no, you don't. You know, classic Survivor chit-chat on the beach. Um, good shit. You ever take that New York Times quiz that's like, where's your accent from? Uh, yeah, I think I did, and I think that it was uh, accurately portrayed as the Midwest. Yeah, um, same. I think mine was, like, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, and uh, Rockford, Illinois. And I was like, wow, that's coincidental. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they got every single detail of that right, except for the state that Rockford is in. Yeah. They got the wrong Rockford. Got the wrong Rockford. I have been meaning to go to Rockford, Illinois, ever since I moved here a decade ago. Uh, haven't gotten around to it. Just talk shit about everything there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they oh. don't have any of this stuff in Michigan. It's completely different. Uh, how many middle schools do you have here? We actually have two. You'd be like that kid on the magic school bus. That's always like, we never <laughs> yeah. did this at my school. The kid who my almost, old school. The kid who almost died on Pluto in the first yeah, the episode. Yeah, pulls his helmet off and tries to commit suicide when they're in space. <laughs> Look, anxiety is a powerful demon. I get it. It's true. Uh, okay, so on Soka, Danny reads them tree mail, telling them to drop their buffs. Okay. Um, we're, it's mergatory time. 
Not merge yet. What do we think of this? Yeah. Um, We're I don't know. I mean, I, I think. Right yeah, I think that it was as like a thing that they did to fake people out. It was kind of interesting, but now everybody kind of isn't that surprised by it because it's been on a few different seasons. So I think you could probably just not do it anymore. Like, what's the point of not giving the 11th person on the merge tribe the merge buff? Are you saving? Are you really trying to scrimp and save and save $3 on an extra buff for this person? They, the they don't want to have like, one you extra can still chair not for the allow jury. this person to be on the jury. I think that's great. Merge, no jury yet. And then once you're one cycle into the merge tribe, then that person gets to go on the jury because they know everybody. The first person doesn't necessarily know everybody. Like, that's, that's what happened to Boston Rob his first season, Marquesas Monday, speaking of. Uh, and I've always thought that was so funny. It should happen to yeah, everybody I, every time, but it doesn't need to be this whole thing that Jeff is trying to make happen. I do remember Rob being like, you know, I'd, uh, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're voting right now, but this is just another mock cases Monday for me. <laughs> hey, dude, and I got to tell you right now, Jeff, that. I wish it was Sunday. <laughs> That's his fun day. So they all come to the Ratatouille beach. Uh, Carson says he's excited to be chaotic. Uh, very cool shot of Carson looking into the fire and the fire reflecting off of his glasses. Loved that. Chaos Carson. Chaos it's Carson. really fun that Carson is the absolute shadiest player in this game and everyone's just like, I trust him with my life. Yeah. I am excited to see Carson explode. Like um, Sailor Moon when she's about to do a fight. Uh, so... Carson tells them about his idol no longer holding power. Lauren reveals her extra vote. And the other two tribes join the Ratatouille tribe. I, I do think the extra vote is honestly more interesting as a threat to hold over people than it is as a secret thing. Because it's never mm. actually that useful when in practice. And if somebody tries to vote you off for it, like, I mean... It's it's really not a good enough advantage to be like, we got to get them out. It's more like, we'll see if we can get them to burn it on somebody that, yeah. you know, they don't actually need it for. It's a good distraction, if nothing else. Like, oh, what are they going to do with the extra vote? What are they going to do with the extra vote? Yeah, probably nothing, because that's what usually happens with an extra vote. But mm -hmm. it very rarely influences the game. Very scary. Uh, it's a very scary proposition if you are on the other side of it. Um. Then Kane is excited to meet new people. Kane, great, great guy. Kane, if you're listening to this, and I hope you are, because that means you'll win. Three, we're three for three on um, winners. I thought it was cool when they got to the the new beach uh, when he walked into the middle of camp and uh, threw his arms up and then fire shot out. I thought that was pretty cool. That was he did, a really cool he, thing. He like waved his arms and then yeah, fire yeah. shot out. I thought that was pretty sick. I can't wait for when they finally do the loved ones challenge and the Undertaker shows up. Yeah, it's my brother. It's my brother, the Undertaker. I wish our parents could come here, but they died in a house fire. <laughs> uh, Josh tells Brandon he has the idol from the cage. This is. Uh, what, what? Who's your guy's wife's name? Val, uh, Jeremy's wife, who lied about oh, yeah. the idols on Exile that season. It's like, 
Why do you lie about having an idol when you don't? When has that ever worked? It almost never does. And also, like, Jam Jam saw the fake idol and it was literally falling apart. Yeah. So, like... The thing that's so weird, this was, this was insane, by the way, we're going to get to it a little bit later, but like, I cannot believe anyone even fell for this for even a second. Well, you know, it's because everybody's got to stand their toes at all times. So anything could happen. Whatever. Uh, It's just so funny that Carolyn was literally like, it's bullshit. Like he already played an idol. This is clearly just a desperate move. And everyone just acted like they didn't hear her and were like, he might have an idol, though. But what if he does have an idol? Uh, He tells Jamie that he has a fake, but she believes it's real. Like, I don't (laughs) know. What is going on here? People are like people are not listening. People are (laughs) people get it in their head and then they're just like they stopped listening. Their ears just fucking stopped working. Yeah. Well, Jamie, I think maybe do you think maybe part of it was Jamie being like, well, there could never be a fake idol. That might mean mine is fake. And that Mm. couldn't be possible. Mm hmm. I I wouldn't be. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Uh, Josh tells them about the Sarah vote. Honestly, when I just read that and I was like, who's Sarah? <laughs> I'm so sorry Who? to Sarah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know her. I, I genuinely liked Sarah. I thought she was an interesting person. Uh, and she's from my hometown, Chicago, Illinois. Um, so that's cool, too. So obviously I was rooting for her. I just, you know, I forgot because she wasn't on the merge tribe, the mergatory tribe. Anyway, Jam Jam feels alone. On this new tribe, uh, Matt tells Jam Jam they want to target Josh. Um, yeah, I think this is a good call. I it just makes the yeah, most Josh sense for not, everybody. Josh is shady and is causing drama with people, mm. and yeah, I think he's he's a good guy to get out at this point. Uh, Krylin has trouble breaking into the conversation, and then finally says, "I like sweating." <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, Jam Jam saying, like, Carolyn's really well behaved right now. This is her at like a one. She's <laughs> normally like a 10 all the time. I miss that. And then I they cut to her. And, so the, and the camera angle of her, it looks like she is like struck. Like she's <laughs> like trying to pass a kidney stone. Like she's just <laughs> like, oh, I, t- <laughs> I want to talk. I totally get that feeling, though. Like when you're at a party and there's like a group of people and you're just barely on the outside. You're like, I'm not quite with this group of people, but I'm not not with them. Uh, it's very anxiety-inducing for well, me. Well, the thing is, mine. I, the thing is, though, is I don't know that that's what this is because my usual thing is like, yeah, maybe I'll find it at some point. I'll like find a, a, a way to interject. Carolyn's is like, I want to be talking all the time. Yeah. And I want to be like I I am it is taking every fiber of my being not to just be immediately yeah. just I, trying to <laughs> dominate the conversation. You you make me realize like I don't want to that's not me. I'm not trying to engage in the conversation. I just I hate being on the outside of a circle, you know? That makes me feel very awkward. But I'm not a super talkative person despite this podcast. I, I'm very happy to just sit in silence for hours on end while other people talk. That's, that's good to me. That's a good time. It's nice. 
I agree. Silence. Sometimes is, you silence. Sometimes you don't want attention. You know. We uh, Ariel and I have been watching the Detroiters again because um, it's our favorite show. What did we just watch? The Lois episode where. Oh my god! God, that <laughs> that one. I think season two. Uh, is much cringier than season one in terms of like all of the situations they find themselves in. Um, I was, I had a point with this. Was it about her being like embalmed, sitting up with sunglasses on and like a can? <laughs> Did she have Fanta? Is that what it was? Yes. Uh, no, no, no. Fago. Fago. Or Fago. Yeah. yeah duh. Uh, don't you want a, want a Fago at your funeral? Um, God, I they, I was going to relate this somehow to Survivor, but I forgot the point I was going to make. So, I'm uh, moving on. Um, what did we think of when she told Carson that she 100% trusts him and Carson wants to recreate the original Tika alliance with Jam Jam, calling themselves the Three Stooges? Honestly, uh, pretty into it. Yeah, I, well, the thing with it is I was like, you probably shouldn't trust Carson, but he kind of seems like he wants to play with them. And also, I think he has the right idea about this, which is like, we can agree now that we're like a a really solid alliance, but let's not play that up too much. Like, I think it's good to be subtle about it as opposed to putting a target on yourself as like a strong group. This season is, it seems, is all about quiet alliances, subtle alliances. You got... The three stooges. I can't wait until Jeff doesn't shut the fuck up about this mm-hmm. later in the game. Three stooges. We've got Matt and Franny. Mranny. <laughs> I think yeah. Mranny is Frat. the best option. Frat. Frat. It's just no matter what you do with their names, it doesn't work. Frat, Manny, um, Mranny. The buff boys that Carolyn's not a part of. They, they had the same idea. What are some other alliances right now besides them? I guess it's still pretty early in the merge, so who's to say? Yeah. I just, I like Matt and Franny. I guess, are Jamie and Danny in an alliance? Are Jamie and Danny in an alliance? I don't think so, but I also think both of them are kind of like in an alliance with everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, I think basically everybody on that tribe, since they've barely had to, like, they, they yeah. went to what one tri- They only went to one tribal council because Matt still doesn't have a vote. In right, this right. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Soka was just chilling the entire time on, on the pre-merge beach. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of hard to know where everybody's at, but. Yeah. With, so with they're them. all pretty tight because there was no reason, like, they never had to vote each other out. Yeah. Uh, Matt tells Franny he wouldn't bring her on a reward, and they agree not to tell anyone they're an item. I guess we already talked about that. This was disgustingly cute. <laughs> we know you hate romance. I'm no, so sorry. I mean I mean that in a good way. I was like, this is <laughs> disgusting. I love it. Were you vomiting? Were you gagging at how cute they no, were? No, it was. It's great. I was like, this is this is adorable. They're very cute together. Yeah, Jeff had said before the season started, "Hey, you guys, there's a showmance this season." And it's going to be really upsetting if it doesn't work out. And I was like, ooh, I can't wait to see what Jeff thinks is like. What the fuck? Jeff is like, they better get married or I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> he just, he, he loves love. He's a fucking cornball. He fully admits it. That's the thing. Jeff 
is super corny, and he has, like, final say in the cast, I'm sure. So I feel like Jeff is only casting fellow cornballs, which is, like, fun in the Rammy case, but it also means we get fucking Mike Gabler winning season 43. Yeah, I'm, I'm again, I think that they're casting too many super fans. Yep. Uh, yeah, they just, they gotta... I don't know. They they need to have some more even kill players is how I feel about it. I want them to find somebody like whatever their recruitment is right now. Cause you know, the big debate has always been like in the survivor community, who makes a better TV character, somebody who is cast on the show through their own volition or somebody who is recruited to be on the show by, you know, the casting directors who, you know, travel the States and, Find people. And when the show was at its best, it was near 100% recruits. Well, maybe not 100%, but like 75% recruits at least. And it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe there's something to that. That's like, maybe it's more interesting to have compelling people on the show than compelling Survivor fans exclusively. I'm just saying, maybe they need to bump up their recruit numbers next season. Well, it's also, yeah, if you just have um, super fans on there, too, then you get this weird, you know how, like, you're out, the algorithms, when they recommend stuff to you, if you use them for too long, they just keep spitting out the same shit at you, Mm -hmm. like, it just folds in on itself. That's what you get with Survivor players, where you get, like, their idea of what the game should be starts folding in on itself. And that's where you get shit. Like I'm never going to get over this, by the way, I'm going to complain about it forever, but like you should have given up final immunity so that you could do fire making. Yeah. I'm fucking stupid. This game is dumb and we're making it meaningless. You've you've already proved why you should be in final tribal. What if you also did something else? That is the moment. Getting final immunity is the moment. (laughs) That should be fire making is a punishment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like, because Jeff loves Benjamin Dreebergen so much, they just had to put this in. And, like, I, it's, his his win is always going to be stained by that. And I feel, I genuinely feel bad for him because, I for whatever, like, Survivor's a hard game. I recognize that, and he, he had to go through a lot to, to win his season. But it's fucking boring. <laughs> it's boring to be forced into that. It's boring to be forced to make that to win the game. And it's become like the most important thing. That's the thing that's so fucking crazy yeah. about it is it's like, you have to like, people literally think about it. It's like, I have to win the fire making challenge. Otherwise I can't win. But, it's like, what are we doing? Like, the, like I get it right. Like fire is very important. It represents your life, whatever it does represent your life. Uh, even though water technically is the life bringing substance in the four elements, whatever, who cares? It's not a fucking avatar. That's not the show. This is, although what about a Patreon show about avatar, the last airbender? There's a lot of, uh, IP in that universe as well. Um, it's just boring. It's just boring. Like I, I, I've said for a million years since they fucking introduced the final four fire making challenge, fire making at final four is only interesting if the four people don't come to a consensus beforehand, like this is last resort. It should be last resort. And like the ironic thing is fire. Yes. Fire important. Fire good. Fire bring heat. Fire make food. But that's early game shit. By day 39, day 25, I guess now, 
making a fire, like, you should already be doing this regularly. We're... Anti... It, well, the, anti I, this is... Yeah. It's never going to change. This, Jeff, I, I listen to your podcast. You should fucking listen to mine. This get rid is, of the this fire is, b- making challenge. This, but this is the thing when you have the super fans is like you get people that are coming on where they're not coming on to be like, I want to win this game. They're coming on and saying shit like I want to have the, sur- the full survivor experience. I want to do all this stuff. That's not fucking interesting. As I want people who are playing to win. As a one of the world's favorite survivor r- recruits said, survivor ain't fun. Going on a cruise is fun. Like, it's exactly. not about the experience. Like you said, you should be doing everything you can to win the game. I don't... It's it's The show is going up its own ass because then you get Jeff being like, isn't it incredible that, like, everyone is on the show and we all love the show. It's so great. Yeah. And then you have Jeff fucking leering at a guy who dislocated his shoulder. Like, but it's so cool that you yeah. gutted it out. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? You... Potentially furthered your injury for the sake of this three-week game. Isn't that great? Yeah, like, like at least no. have some fucking bedside manner, you weirdo. Oh, my God. I, um, you know, I've seen a lot of doctors in my day. I am surprised that they don't do more for bedside manner in med school. That should be, like, the number one thing they worry about. Maybe not number one, but you know what I mean. Like... Bedside manner is super important. And another thing, and it's so only tangentially related. Uh, speaking of school, driver's ed. I realized this driving from Cincinnati to Chicago yesterday. They sh- the number one rule. The number one rule in driver's ed, obviously, is ten and two. Put your elbows, put your hands at ten and two. <laughs> Imagine putting your elbows at ten and two. Put your elbows wherever your elbows go. Put your hands at ten and two. The number one rule of driving, actually, is do whatever everybody else is doing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That is actually 100% correct. It's adjust to the flow of traffic. Like, the way traffic works in Cincinnati and the way traffic works in Chicago is entirely different. And you really got to adjust. Luckily, you have about four hours to adjust as you travel through Indiana. But that's, you know, its own adjustment. It's just, oh, man... I hate driving. I really want. Uh, I'm uh, Brandon. Want Jans- Johnson? Oh my God! Look at this, Brandon Johnson, Joe Brandon, Brandon Johnson. <laughs> it's all connected. Joe Brandon. What if? Let's go, Brandon. By the way. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. He he won the game. Um, Paul Ballas pack watch. R.I.P. Bozo. <laughs> I had a dream that a uh, friend. Of, uh, um, ours, uh, we went to his apartment and, uh, he was very high on Paul Vallis. Oh, uh, this is, what's our dream show called? Where did you sleep last night? Oh, uh, did you sleep last night? Did you sleep last night? Did you sleep last night? Uh, he was really high on Paul Vallis and was like giving us brochures and pamphlets and signs and everything per, for Paul Vallis. He had Paul Vallis sign in his window. I was like... This is very weird because it's like you're very far leftist. You're a progressive guy. I like we align on all these things. Why are you all on in on Paul Vallis? Also, you're on board with the guy who's like the 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 Chicago's teachers union is trying to push their like California agenda on. 
Chicago or whatever the fuck. Yeah. The the funniest thing about this dream was even in the dream, this happened in real this happened in real life and in the dream, the election had happened a week ago. And he was still yeah, passing he was like, out pamphlets. He's, he's like, a dead ender. No, Stop the a, steal. He's they a cool stole guy, it from though. Paul Vallis. Uh, Paul Vallis is like, we're we're not going to be able to make Lori Lightfoot jokes for too much longer. So we at least are able to make Paul Vallis jokes and Lori Lightfoot jokes for a few weeks at the same time. And that's I'll kind of a nice I'll send it to you. I, there thing. was a really good, uh, you can tell it was super recent, but there, I found a, there was a really good uh, Stavros Halkius stand-up clip of him talking about her, and he referred to her as one of the funniest people ever visually. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I'm genuinely gonna miss her. Like, yes, we got a we got a better mayor, and uh, that's good. And I think it's definitely because of uh, how much we talked about the real Brandon um, on this show. Uh, we mentioned when he when he uh, won on our Twitter. Adam Klein, listen to this show. He fucking won. Wendell Holland, listen to this show. He fucking won. Brendan Johnson. I don't know if you ever listened to the show, but we but talked about him a lot. he still got the DYWSL on bump. And then he won. So I'm just saying, perhaps the Midas podcast. I'm sensing, sensing a pattern here. Maybe we're, uh, maybe we know we're talking about get more recruits, get rid of the uh, fire making challenge. Thinks I see a pattern here. Yeah, and we're the smart guys, smarten up probes. If you ever want to be replaced, I'm happy to take on. Thomas, would you? co-host survivor with me yeah i would do that that sounds really fun honestly two hosts on survivor isn't a bad idea yeah i would be the brian dunkelman to your ryan seacrest (laughs) i would love that (laughs) um okay so we talked about the three musketeers nope they're not the three musketeers they're the three stooges the three stooges three musketeers would be probably a better alliance name I, but I feel three like stooges somebody good already been the three musketeers uh it's um there was speaking of recruits um the second fan versus favorites season there was an alliance called the three amigos uh, that is like still one of my favorite alliances ever in Survivor history. Uh, cool Kids Alliance, Survivor Wiki. No, this is not it. Um, the Cool Kids Alliance, the Cool Kids Lunch Table, or Couples Alliance, and later the Three Amigos. Oh, this is the one I was just talking about in Karamoan. Um, that's a good. <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll get to Caramon one day. <laughs> I really love Caramon. I'm a big fan of that season. I look forward to watching it uh, Pe- whenever that happens. People claim it's the lesser of the two fans versus favorite seasons, and they're probably right, but it's still very fun. Anyway, I don't think Three Musketeers has actually been a survivor. Um, what are they called? Alliance. I'm I'm looking through Google right now, our favorite website, and uh, hmm. Now I, I'm seeing a uh, website from Sparks Notes for Slaughter Slaughterhouse Five Chapter Two Summary and Analysis. That's that's not Survivor related. 
Not as far as I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about this immunity challenge? They have to push a big ball. Oh, it's also a reward challenge. Push a big ball, climb a tower, solve a big tree puzzle. Th- I like when they push a big ball around. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, the uh, survivor community has uh, turned on the big ball. Uh, but as as big supporters of the Miz, here Chris Miz in April, um, we love big balls here on this podcast. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just like the band ACDC. Yeah, love big balls. Uh, you know the Miz's balls are massive. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, here's my only note on this challenge. This is, of course, the mergatory challenge. Uh, it felt long. I have a note on this challenge. Tell me. Um, why the fuck are you so proud that one of your contestants knew the fucking puzzle that you were doing at the end of it and was able mm. to practice it beforehand? Mm-hmm. Why would you advertise that? Well, it's like um in football when like running backs practice the 50-yard dash before the combine. Is that illegal? Is that would you be mad about that? This <laughs> or when I quarterbacks so, practice throwing. I was so fucking angry at this. Like because th- there's two ways that this goes either because they literally show Christian assemble with the assembled 3D printed Carson? model of that puzzle or not. Not yeah, Carson. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was th- I was I was thinking about the uh, the traders. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, we'll get to the but, traders. Uh, it's not time for traders. Yeah, they show Carson with the 3D printed model. Literally, they have ed- they edit in him holding it up and it's the exact same one as the one that they have to assemble in the group challenge. Mm-hmm. There are two ways that this happened. One, he showed it to them when they were shooting promo stuff before he was on the island, which that would mean that they decided, hey, we're going to put this puzzle in that he knows how to do, and we know he knows how to do. Mm -hmm. Or two, they shot it afterwards and were like, it'll be great for us to show that so that we can show everyone how fucking lazy we are. Yeah. Uh, From what I've heard, it's not outside the realm of possibility that the producers asked him to shoot himself doing that 3d printed puzzle after the show because apparently they did that in a previous season recently that's what i settled on because it would be the other one they literally just put their finger on the scale for him then to be like hey he knows how to do this puzzle let's put it in there i don't think they would do that again but like like yeah i think we're saying the same thing this shit's boring now it's boring yeah it, what yeah? What it is is exposing the fact that you keep reusing the same shit mm-hmm. because you keep being in the same location, and it's gotten to the point where the people that you that go on the show know what's coming. There, the 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 defense. I I think we are on the same side as most people who viewed or who saw this show. The the defense from Jeffrey and the people who love survivor unconditionally and yes that is us too but like there this is the survivor versions of the like yeah but think of how great the story will be for cody rhodes once he wins later well he's actually gonna he's he's gonna prove himself by being brock lesnar in puerto rico (laughs) by by jobbing to brock lesnar (laughs) um honestly if cody wins against brock lesnar that would be Really good for him, and I wouldn't be mad about it. Would it would be, which is why it won't happen. <laughs> why? Because Vince McMahon is back in charge? Okay. 
Anyway, this is not Wrestling Corner. It's not Did You Watch Wrestling Last <laughs> yeah, Week. We're, we're not doing that. We're pivoting away from Wrestling Corner. We're not doing wrestling anymore. If you wanted us to do wrestling, you can go to our Patreon. Nobody has yet, but one day somebody will. Just give them a little taste. Just a little taste. We got on a tangent, and I don't remember where we were. Uh, you were saying the 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 Jeffs and the uh, Survivor stands. Oh, the, yeah. the defense that they had for this. They they say, oh yeah, it's so great because like it shows how dedicated they are to the show or whatever. No, but, like fuck that. Yeah, it's, that's stupid. That's a stupid. That's take. an unfair advantage. Like he, he, Jeff's whole thing with the speaking of advantages with throwing a million different advantages into every new season is. You can never let them know what to expect. But they're literally expecting the fucking tree puzzle or the fish puzzle or the big ball, the the Mrs. Balls. Yeah, because you keep shooting in the same place all the time and you don't switch up the challenges at all. Yeah. Like, this is such an easy way to fix this and they'll never do it. It's it's boring. Like, I, I'm willing to accept that they're on Fiji for a good while because... It's an expensive show to shoot, I'm sure, and it's like a, they, it's like half off to shoot in Fiji versus anywhere else. I don't give a shit. That's money that is not like it's not like the show is gonna go broke if they go somewhere else. I don't give a shit that they get to make more money by staying in Fiji. It's not, but like whatever. Like of all of the things I would change, that is not high on the priority list. Like you can still do a really compelling no, show. Move it in around. Fiji. That's number one. Honestly, that's number one on the priority list for me. Mm. Go somewhere else because it'll force them. Because if they go somewhere else, it will make them do something different. That's like that's the thing. That's true. But if they, you know, went back to Samoa or Thailand or I don't know Japan, I'm just thinking of like other locations that are within reasonable distance from Fiji right now for for their boats. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, like, I still feel like even if they were in a, any quote-unquote new location, they would just repaint the same shit. They would just spray paint it a new color yeah. and be like, oh, look, they're different. It's not orange and purple balls this time. It's green and brown, like. Yeah, they just have different tribe names. Yeah. That's all it would be. Like, you know what, though? At least we'd get different wildlife shots. Or any. We had one this week, or and any, it's something yeah. we already covered. I'm not looking forward to wildlife shots. I've turned on wildlife shots, too. Um, They've ruined the best segment of our show. Well, luckily, we stumbled up into Quope's Quiz. Quope's, yeah, thank God. <laughs> Quope's Quiz came at the thank God perfect for Quope's time. Quiz. <laughs> Uh, so the purple team wins this challenge. Don't, I didn't write this down. This is who such was on bullshit. I don't, I, I don't want to belabor this point too much, but like, it's not like, them rubbing your nose in it. Like, oh yeah, actually, uh, th- this guy fucking cheated, and we let it happen. Yeah. Um, okay, so back at camp, I, I wrote down this quote from Jam Jam. I don't know that I got it a hundred percent correct, but he said something along the lines of "No vote, no clothes, no hope." I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Sounds like that line. <laughs> he's doing the Steve Jobs. He's doing the Steve Jobs, Bob Hope, yeah. Johnny Cash thing. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to remember who the third person was. Johnny Cash. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ten yeah. years ago, we had Johnny Vote, Johnny got- Clothes, Johnny Hope. <laughs> now we got no no probes, no pros, no quopes. <laughs> 
Jim Jim is being targeted by Josh, Heidi, and Lauren. Um, I didn't love this. I mean, I get it. I'm loving Jam Jam. This is a great Jam Jam episode. I really like Jam Jam too. Uh, I understand why people want to get him out, though. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, absolutely. No, they should (laughs) be getting him out. He's going to be a real problem. But in reality... He's super charming, and he's a good strategic player. Yeah. In reality, though, Heidi wants to target a Josh. What are your thoughts on Heidi? Wow, they finally let her be on the season, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I keep forgetting. I feel bad because I keep forgetting she's there because they never, ever show her do anything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm looking her up now because I, I, I want to say something, but I, I don't want to make an ass of myself. Uh, okay. So she and Jamie are two, like, Hispanic women of similar ages. I don't know exactly how old Jamie is. It looks like Heidi is 43. Jamie, I yeah, think, Jamie's might in be her a 30s, little younger. I think. Um, but, like, they're both kind of, like, the nice mom type. Um, and the fact that one of them gets slightly more airtime than the other. Jamie gets a lot of screen time. And Heidi does not get, like, and any. She really doesn't, so it's easy to forget about Heidi. And I feel really bad, because she seems like such a nice person. Same yeah. thing with Lauren. She's, they like, haven't even, with, have they even done the, like, the like this is the worst thing that happened to me segment of the show with no. her yet? Or are we waiting on that? I think this was her one and only line the entire show. Same with... It's crazy. Same with Lauren. Like, she's gotten nothing either. You, Yeah, Lauren hasn't gotten anything. You... Like, you you picked well in the pre-merge because uh, she uh, she made the merge by not having to do anything. She was not on anyone's radar at any point. No one talked about her at all other than just to be like, Lauren's got a two, uh, an extra vote. That was um, it. Yeah, Lauren's never even voted. Like, she abstained the first, the first and only tribal council she went to. So good, good move by her. Uh, since she never returned. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where I was talking about people this season. I was like, I like Lauren, I think. I, she seems nice. It's hard. I have nothing else to go on. And it's so hard to say because it's like, okay, is this going to be a person who blossoms in the post-merge? Or is it just going to be like a throwaway vote on like the random two-hour episode? Like, in the middle of the episode, they're like, okay, and Lauren's gone, whatever, who cares, moving on. Like, they finally remembered, yeah. like, oh, yeah, Lauren's playing. Yeah. yeah, we can vote her out. Like, I feel like she and she and Heidi, either one of them could be gotten rid of like that. It's, come on, well, guys, you're doing so well. this is the thing that bugs me, because I feel like th- th- this has happened, where, like, you get these, you get your Carolyn's, Jam where they just get all this fucking time and the it's like it becomes the, the goddamn carolyn show and then it's like you don't see any like there are players that you just never see it's like yeah. you can cut a couple of these segments yeah it's okay yeah i'm with you uh they discuss voting for josh at the feast but then matt floats kane's name which is stupid because kane is seven feet tall and can actually control fire and <laughs> is from hell and you can't teach that <laughs> It's so ironic that this man is from Canada, but can also control fire. 
<laughs> it's cold up there, you know? Fire hot. It is, yeah. Uh, Krylin <laughs> reveals that Josh's idol is fake, but no one believes her. We already talked about this. Okay. This was nuts. Like, literally, she was just like, you guys don't got to worry about that. And then they just blew right past it and kept talking about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, what else is new? It's fucking Krylin's whole story. Uh, back at camp, it's raining and the winners return to camp. Jamie tells Heidi that Josh is the target, but they're worried about his idol. Oh, no. What are we going to do about this idol that's oh, been confirmed what if he has an fake? idol? Franny tells Josh that the new vote is Kane. So Josh tells Yam Nam they should both vote for Kane instead of voting for each other. This is nice. I loved I loved this. The the Jam Jam reaction to this is one of my favorite things this entire season where he was like, hmm. <laughs> so he says that we should put it aside and vote for Kane, which is a good idea. But I think I would rather vote Josh out <laughs> and then tell and then get to tell him that I voted him out. Uh Carson. Oh, wait, wait. Before we before we move on to Carson, I did have to mention this last note on that scene. Josh is wearing a big scarf and blazer. Where do, where do you get all these clothes from? Do they... That's a good question. Why didn't everybody else have a big scarf? They had some leftover stuff from Alan Cummings' wardrobe <laughs> right. that was donated to the Survivor cast. They had to connect through Suri and Stephanie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Alan Cummings just got them all around at the end of the show and was like, all right, I got God. all these extra clothes. Does anybody know anyone who needs them? Uh, let's get rid of Jeff. I want Alan Cumming to host Survivor. Can you imagine how good that would be? Oh, it'd be the best. He would be, he would, he would really buy into the whole you're stranded on a deserted island thing. He would be serving such great island looks. God, it would be incredible. He would become island hot, but he wouldn't even need to be a contestant on the show. Yes, absolutely. God, this is so... He'd break out the uh, Boris Badenov Hawaiian shirt that he wears in Goldeneye. It'd be great. I was um, trying to tell my sister about... I know it's not time for Trader Talk yet. Guys, you're getting too excited. Uh, But I was telling my sister about uh, the show, and she said... When I mentioned Alan Cummings, she said, I don't know who that is. And I said, you would definitely recognize him. (laughs) You know who Alan Cummings is. Anyway, oh, also my sister learned what... Sorry, it's Boris Grishenko. Boris Badenov is uh, the Boris from Boris and Natasha. Okay. Um, do you want to hear another... Fu- also, I, w- I would like to point out, looking at Boris Grishenko, okay. he looks like every single bisexual person on Earth. Wow. If you look up a picture of Boris Grishenko. Boris Grishenko. Um, he's from a Bond movie, you said? Yes. He, Alan Cumming plays him. Shinko. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's that's an that's that's a good take. Um I like this picture of him where he just looks like a fucking high school poet. Yep. <laughs> like a Steve Jobs high school poet. Yep, and it's right next to a picture of him being fl- uh, frozen by liquid nitrogen. <laughs> good shit. Um Alan Cumming continues to be great. He was in some movie I watched recently and he was in like one scene. I think it was like a hotel manager or something. I realize we're way off topic and way ahead of schedule, but um, fucking Alan Cumming, you know? Yeah, eyes wide we shut. We just love talking about Alan Cumming. He was an eyes wide shut. Oh, yeah. sure. Um, okay. 
So Carson tells Kane the new plan because they're both nerds, so Kane tries to get everyone to vote Sham Sham. And that's when Matt says, we're playing Survivor with a capital S. Good shit. It is good shit. I was glad, I was glad that that was the, the line they chose because it was the correct line. Here's a line for you. It's called Wildlife Shots. We had one wildlife shot this week. It was the orb weaver spider. Do you remember anything about the orb weaver spider? Um, I know we've talked about it. Uh, yeah, it's a spider that... Mm. Is it like an orb-shaped web? It might, not, web? it might not actually be the orb weaver spider. It's probably some other kind of spider. But anyway, yeah, that's... Um, no, maybe it is. I don't know. Spiders are so hard to like recognize what's what because they all look every species can look different they have <sighs> and also i can't even really pay attention to what they look like because i see one and i go eek yeah and i run away That's scary uh let's talk about this travel council then uh they talk about the chaos at the new camp and trust what any thoughts on travel council what i yeah, I think that tribal council is so. That's another thing. Is tribal council sucks now. <sighs> we. When has anything interesting happened to tribal council of late? Maybe they do need to have more live tribals because at least it's something. <laughs> yeah, bring back live tribals. <laughs> I didn't know that they were necessary until they were gone, and you just get a bunch of people not saying anything. Yeah, well, everybody's realized like you need to be diplomatic with your answers, but also, Jeff, you need to ask more specific questions. Dig in, like, they're there. Yeah, you gotta pin people down. They always talk about, oh, sometimes travel council can last two, three, four hours. Does it? Because everybody's talking about how, like, the game is a train. This This is the best that you had? Right? Like, come on, Jeff. Smarten up. So Jam Jam gets three votes. Kane gets one vote, and Josh gets the rest of them, which is seven. Josh is out. And they're uh, nullified by the idol that he played, right? The real idol that he had? You know what? That's right. So Jam Jam's out, actually. <laughs> Jam Jam's going home. Yeah. Crazy. Whoa. So um, here are everybody's votes since the merge. And I know it's mergatory, but we're calling it the merge because that's what it is. Uh, Brandon, Carolyn, Kane, and Matt all have a 0% voting record post-merge. Carson, Danny, Franny, Heidi, Jamie, Lauren, and Jam Jam all have 100% correct. Matt is the only one with the potential to have 100% out of all the 0% voters. Yeah. Because he could not vote. Um, Yeah, so I guess... I mean, you know, so he, he it, should he be in his own category? He's kind of in his should own like category. I mean, I, I realize this is uh, not important, but I did put Matt in between the 100% vote getters and the 0% vote getters in the list because he's kind of both. Like, he wasn't able to vote for the, anyone, so the person he voted for didn't go home. Matt's voting exists in a quantum state. I don't know what that means, but I, uh, I appreciate what you said, I guess. Um, so here's the thing. 
Josh is out. Last week, MGM left. This episode, the Ratatouille tribe no longer exists. What happened to our fucking nicknames for this season? Two episodes, nearly all of them are wiped out. Yeah, this is fucked up. We really gotta start banging the Krylin drum. Yeah, Krylin, I mean, that's all we got at this point is Krylin. But she's not even, like, crying that much anymore. No, she's just no, she's not. sad about not being able... And I know you cry when you're sad. Don't come after me, but... Like... We need more nicknames. I'm, I know sometimes the nicknames can be too much, but... We usually are good for, like, two or three of them a season, and... I just feel sad that we they all got wiped out so quickly. Anyway... Yeah, it's a bummer. Last week you had 18 points. I had 23. Feeling good. Feeling high on life. Uh, you got a point for Danny surviving. I got a point for Jamie surviving. We picked them at the merge last episode. Uh, you said Brandon would win the reward. Let's go, Brandon. And he did. I said Danny would win. He didn't. You said Sparkling Wine would be at the merge feast or reward. I was so fucking mad. They just had regular yeah, wine. I, I didn't see any either. I saw that I didn't see they had wine. I was like, God. They literally said, oh, wine. And I was like, no. <laughs> Make it sparkle. Uh, yeah, put some bubbles in there. Do they have a soda stream? <laughs> Use Jamie's little wand that uh, makes everything bubbly, you know, like her personality. I said ribs would be involved in some way. And you know what? When you think about it, all of the contestants have ribs. So <laughs> they actually, all had their ribs. So. Uh, you said Brandon would win immunity, which, of course, he did. So you got another point for that. Let's go, Brandon. I said, Danny, didn't happen. Uh, you said Josh would be voted out, and it happened. I said, Brandon, because I was being petty. Didn't happen. No Panera yet, no Sherman. So you now have 22 points. Remember last week I had... What a recovery. Yeah, la- I'm only down by two. Last week I had 23. I now have 24. So, uh, yeah, the it, much like how Survivor the Puzzle is the great equalizer... Mergatory is the great equalizer here on this game that we're playing here. Um, who's winning this next reward challenge? Hmm. I'm gonna pull up the people's names. I, I have to do this every single yeah. time. There's always somebody you're not thinking of. It's not that I don't remember people, but uh, their names you know, are. Sometimes Heidi the show and doesn't want you to know who people are. Yeah. <laughs> um. So th- this is who's gonna win reward. Who will win reward. Yes. I'm going to say Matt Blankenship is going oh, to win reward. Nice. I'm going to say Carson. I feel like everybody likes Carson. Um, what will the reward be? Hmm. It's tough. They just had the feast. Mm-hmm. going to say cookies. The feast incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm going to say, ooh, early merges are always so hard to pick. I'm going to say pizza. Yeah, I could see always that. good with pizza. Oh, in Cincinnati, oh, excuse me, in the Sin City, I got a pizza at a brewery. It had pepperoni, it had a mushroom, and it had blue cheese crumbles. I hate the way that you're describing this. This pizza could be the best pizza I've ever had, and on principle, I'd be like, no, I don't want that. Eight inches, baby. And I forgot the half of it that I didn't eat in the back of the car. 
so it went bad overnight, but it was real tasty beforehand. So I'm picking pizza this week. Who's winning immunity? Uh, well, it's a great question. It really um, is. Thank you. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of ways to think about it. Uh, I'm going to say the cane is going to win immunity. I will say Brandon the Mandan. Let's go, Brandon. Who's getting voted out? Um, I'm going to say Heidi. I'm going to say that oh. they just had nothing for her. I, don't, I hope I'm wrong, but, you That's know. That's fair. I understand why. Um, I'll say... Oh, boy, I'm looking at all these people, and I can't remember what all of the special things everyone holds are. Um, I'll say Jam Jam. I hate to say it, but maybe he's going to be one of those guys that, like, people come after all season and they can never get him. Yeah, I think he's ready, like... I think Jam Jam's going to be energized by getting votes, and he's going to be making moves. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Panera, of course, was still waiting on Charmin. You know, they gotta wipe their ass sometime. Still waiting on that, too. Anyway, we've yeah, been talking about it a lot, but do you want to yeah, officially talk yeah, yeah. the traders? Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is gonna take a toll. They got some healthy food for you and it's full of low. I like the you bet. So this episode was called Trust No One. Uh, pretty good. I'll... I'll yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good fundamental description of the show. I'll say, just because we always call out Survivor when it's just a Jeff line, this was just an Alan Cumming line. We prefer that they come from contestants, but whatever. Trust no one is a good idea for this kind of show. Made me think of Jim Cotta. Uh, Arian Surya and Sterlmatic Christian... Kate says, who knew sucking was a winning strategy? That was a good line. That was really funny. Yeah, I Kate was uh, very charming in the uh, talking heads this episode. Andy is so happy to see Ari and Sari. I feel very bad for Andy because they are like the purest person. They're so sweet. They seem very nice. They brought an ultrasound of their uh, soon-to-be-born baby to make them feel safe going into breakfast. Like, you're getting fucked over, Andy, and I'm so sorry. Yeah, it really is one of those things. Like, you're too nice for this game. Yeah. Uh, so Stephanie was murdered overnight. Alan Cummings says, a survivor no more. Great line from Alan. Uh, he's wearing a mustard yellow suit jacket, blue pants, heather vest, and a white pocket square that has a thick black border making it look almost two-dimensional against that mustard yellow suit jacket i loved it this was great i did too this was like a palette cleanser of like the outfits were getting like really ambitious and this was like we're just gonna go for like a nice clean like very uh that's the word I'm looking for, like tasteful yeah, look. But not without its ambition. That I was very impressed with that. Still, still a lot going yeah. on. Like it's impeccably done, the pocket. Yeah, it's it's but it's like this is just like we were doing like kind of crazier fashion stuff or like a little more camp looks, and this is just like all right, yeah. business. Hey, I'm Alan Cumming and I'm fucking cool, so welcome to the yes, trailer. I, I really can't say enough like 
this show would probably still be okay if Alan Cumming wasn't hosting it, but this show is like roughly five times better than it would be if anyone else was hosting it because Alan Cumming is hosting it. What if we swapped them? What if Alan Cumming hosts next season of Survivor and Jeff Probst hosts the next season of The Traders? Just for one this season, is like, would th- it be funny? Yeah, th- this is like a secret. This is a secret move on our part to be like, okay, we'll offload Jeff onto a show that we don't have to watch anymore, and now we get Alan <laughs> Cumming hosting Survivor. Perfect. Uh, Christian and Andy agree to vote for Kate. Of course, everybody always votes Kate every episode. Ari and Kate agree to vote Christian. Then Christian floats the idea of Ari being a traitor to Quentin, who does not immediately take the bait. I want to see Quentin. And Sari. He also floats Sari. What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Um, Yeah, the that's not until later, I think, but... No, he does it in that conversation, conversation too. God. Yes. Great job, guy. Um, I really want to see Quentin on Survivor. (laughs) I feel like he'd do really well. I like Quentin a lot. Yeah. He's very charming. He's not that good at this game, but I do like him. Uh, He he strikes me as, like, a very considerate person. He doesn't take anything at face value. He's always, like, slow to respond, which I think is would suit him well in Survivor. It's like... Let's yeah, in a game that's less deranged than this one, mm. I think it would be easier to get a read on stuff, but he's been wrong pretty consistently. Do you want to discuss the, potentially the greatest mission that anybody's had to do in a show like this ever? Oh, yes, I would love to. So they have to burgle art from Alan's Art Museum that he has in his castle. <laughs> I also... Yeah, I he's love- in, when he's not running a very successful murder castle, he also curates art. I love... That every episode he introduces his new mission is like, I've also got this other room in the castle that you haven't seen yet. That's wild. Yeah, this is my side hustle when I'm not running a murder castle. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, Christian throws Serena. Th- Christian throws Serena's no- Christian throws Serena's number under the bus to Quentin unprompted. I think I meant to write Serena's name. It wasn't like. See, what did I tell you? What did you tell me? I said that that was in the previous segment and you were like, I don't think he said it yet. And then it turns out you took notes that proved you wrong. Potentially he said it twice. Like you watching Survivor. Ari and Sari agree that they need to fully trust each other, uh, but not so much Christian. I like this. This is a good team. Yeah, I, I agree also like, Christian has, uh, he is a fucking liability yeah. at this point. He's like Lord. Not Jesus. He's gone. Yeah. The singer. God. The singer. Do you think she thought about that? She is risen. When she named herself Lord, that they would get confusing around Easter and Christmas times. She's like, oh, the Lord is risen. And they're like, oh, whoa, she has a new album? I didn't know about that. She a new album? Whoa, that's crazy. Um, I really liked when Sari said, too bad you're actually married. I could be the bachelorette. That was funny. That was hilarious, yes. Three, great. Three, great. At th- Rightfully beloved character. At the round table, Three wants to do justice for all the fallen faithfuls and targets Kate. Genius move. Genius move from Three, because we all know. We all know she wasn't actually going after Kate. She's going after Christian. But she can't say that. But she knows Kate will. Kate immediately targets Christian for uh, the most valid reasons anybody has given for anybody yet. Yeah. 
Hey, by the way, didn't you think it was weird when he just unprompted said that he'd been recruited as a traitor, but that he didn't do it? Yeah. Weird thing to say. Andy calls Christian out for his vibe not making sense throughout the entirety of this game. Correct. That was a, that was a nice, the, the moment where Andy realized, like, Christian is never nervous. Mm-hmm. Even when he's pretending to be nervous, he never seems like he's actually nervous, which makes me think that he's just faking. Yeah. I love Andy. I, I want to see them on Survivor, Survivor also. Yes. I think Andy would do a lot better on Survivor. Yes. I mean, they're not doing poorly on this show, but I, I think that's. That I don't know. Like I think that Andy accident. would have been killed a long time ago if they were a threat. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they do a cliffhanger. That's stupid because this is just a bingeable show. I guess that's why they do cliffhangers. But uh, yeah, I guess it is less annoying if you can just watch the next episode right away. If this was a weekly show, I'd be like, oh, shit. I know Andy is probably going to vote for Christian, but I don't know. They wouldn't do a cliffhanger if they didn't want me thinking about it all week. It's just stupid to me that they release all of these episodes on day one. Why not release these week to week? It's such a good show to release weekly because like the whole yeah. the whole thing is conjecture. That's And then if people want to come to it later, then once all the episodes have aired, you can just watch it on Peacock also. Whatever. I don't run the cop. They do with they do with fucking poker face. They did that. They released that week to week and it was great. I don't know what they did with this show. It's a it's a it's a gem in a bucket. <laughs> you know, the bucket's peacock. You said it. And how? Uh, Suri says that in all of her years of game playing, she you, you, you did. Did you eventually make this uh, make it through the vote? With the next episode? Oh, uh, I don't think I watched the whole thing. I was uh, texting Jake f- to push our record time back a little bit to finish this episode, and Jake was like, "Yeah, they don't even they don't even show you who they actually voted for." And I was like, "Okay, well, we'll watch it then." Oh, is that what happened? Because from that telling of the story, it sounds like you read the first half of my text, uh, and then not the second, in which I said I watched the, the end of the vote. Do you want me to tell you what happened? I would love for you to tell me what happened. It was incredible. Sari pulls a fantastic... First, they did it... First, we need to complain about the traitors, because that's what this show is. Uh, they did the recap, you know, even though they gave us a cliffhanger so that we would watch the second or the next episode, because, you know, it's binging. They want us to watch every episode. They did the recap, and then they did the whole voting roundtable up to that point that they'd already shown at the end of the last episode. So that was annoying. Uh, don't do that again, Alan. But and then it's also like if you've, that makes even less sense if you're not doing it week to week. Right. Because if it was airing on television and it was like, well, we don't know if they watched. Like, exactly. Yeah. Nobody's just skipping to that episode without having watched the previous one. So, Sari says, Sari makes a genius move. She says, in all of her years of game playing, she's learned to listen for the ring of truth. And when Kate says that she's a faithful, she hears that ring of truth. So she votes for Christian. Wow. As well as Andy, who also Love voted it. for Christian. Yeah, so. Love it. Uh, yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. 
God, I just, I wish, I really wish they had done this. Uh, I know we're, we're coming to it late, but like, this was, I feel like this show would have been way more successful had it been a week to week show. Yeah. Are they bringing it back? Yeah. Are they doing another season? Yeah, they are. Well, we're getting more at yeah. least. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to next season, whenever that happens. Uh, Trader Talk, obviously, great segment, but uh, not the longest-running segment that Thomas hates. That would be called The Challenge Chunk. Thomas, did you watch The Challenge Global Championship last night? Oh, my God. I can't believe that we have to do this. We saw Darrell and Kiki send Casey and Ben into elimination. Remember, last week there was a stalemate. One partner did math equations and then gave the opposing partner corresponding weight. That makes sense, right? Uh, I'm fully not paying attention to anything that you're saying. I do not care. Thomas, this part's important. There was a challenge where one person had to jump on one of those inflatable things you see on lakes at summer camps. You know those things? Yes. Yeah, they're like the... um, What's the term for that? It's like a blob or whatever. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. I just call it one of those inflatable things you see on lakes at summer camps. Uh, then they had to swim into the lake and collect pieces of the show's logo. You know, classic challenge shit. Uh, Tristan Kellyanne won. Uh, John A. and Grant Crap lost because Grant Crap missed the blob and fell directly into the water. Uh, and then at elimination, because he missed the thing, he busted up his leg. And TJ told him and John A. that uh, he would not be medically cleared to continue in this game. <laughs> Oh, no, because <laughs> he missed a fucking 12-foot-wide blob. Yeah, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> like, I'm sure... But... We hadn't accounted for the fact that anyone could miss this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad, you know? Injuries suck. It's not fun. Yeah, it's a bummer, but, but also, yeah, so it's funny. like... I... <laughs> It's one thing, like, they've had some safety issues with some of the games they've played recently, but that one just seems like a freak accident. (laughs) Um, No music this week, unfortunately, or if there was, I didn't notice it. Thomas, you you mentioned earlier that you got a quote quiz submission. It's so nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. Yeah, it was submitted from a longtime listener, first-time caller. Uh, I have already taken the quiz. I'm going to DM it to you. Okay. Let's see if you beat my score. Do you want to give a shout out to the person who sent it to you? They know who they are. Oh, okay. Shout out to that person, I guess. Also, you know who they are. Yeah, okay. I do, because we talked about it previously in real life. (laughs) Before it was sent to you. It was somebody who made the trip to to the Sin City with you. Okay, this survivor test was designed to choose the best possible contestants for the next season. Would you know enough to be chosen? And this is a good quiz for Jeff Probst because he loves to cast super fans. Do you think this is how he casts people now? Yeah, this is the quiz. Which castaway spent the third most days competing on the show? That's a... Oh, oh, total. Okay. Ozzy, Rob, Rupert, Sari. Rob, I think, is top two... I think it's probably Sari. Wrong, it's Ozzy. Okay. I also thought it was Sari and got that wrong. It was Ozzy. It was yeah. between Sari. I thought Ozzy would be higher, honestly. It was between Sari and Ozzy for me. I thought Ozzy was slightly lower. 
But I guess he does make it pretty far every time. Also, he was in Redemption Island for a while, so I don't know where to get those numbers. Whatever. Who is the only player to attend every travel council without being voted out? That's, of course, Denise Stapley. I voted, also voted for Denise on this one because it was a name. I, I recognized the other names and not that one, and I was like, well, I don't know who did that, so it's probably the person I don't know. Yeah. Oh, all of the other people. I didn't even look at the other people's names. I do halfway through that question who it was. Um yeah, all of the, the other three people were also on that season with her. Uh, which Swedish reality show is Survivor based off of? It is called Expedition Robinson. I've read that Wikipedia yeah, we've article. We've talked about that. Times. I knew that one immediately. Which Survivor winner forgot to pay taxes? Obviously, Richard Hatch. This is so fucking easy. I, I got this one wrong. I just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who How could I possibly options? have known this? Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> Tyson Apostle. Tyson Apostle and Adam Klein forgot to fucking... Adam Klein and John Rockman too. <laughs> like that's that's the the downside of the uh, the DYWSLN bump is that you also get uh, sent to prison for tax evasion. Yeah. What prize was considered a curse to those who won it? A car. Car. It's a car. It's a car. Which castaway made history by being named Soul Survivor twice? Um, you can tell this is an old yep, quiz. That was because. Uh, um. Yep. Queen of Survivor, obviously there's not a King of Survivor, but what did you, did you see? I we shouldn't, I, we didn't give the author attribution. Um, posted July, no June twenty second. Holy shit, June twenty first, twenty twenty one. I hate this decade. I hate <laughs> how often we have to say the word twenty. Uh, it's from it's a lot of twenties. Hawksway nine. Community contributor, 410 posts, 420s. That's that's a funny joke. Uh, Richard Hatch, obviously. A car, obviously. Which castaway made history by name? Okay, Sandra. Okay, yep, got it. Which castaway voted out her own mother in the game of blood versus water? This is Sierra, of course. Sierra Easton. The other options. Kelly Wentworth, Aubrey... Bracco, Marissa Peterson. No, Marissa Peterson's whole thing is yelling at that football player. What was that football player's name who played Survivor and Game Changers also and did pretty well? And he's a lawyer in Florida. Is it... um Brad Culpepper. Brad Culpepper, yeah. Marissa Peterson's whole big moment was saying, fuck you, Brad Culpepper on Redemption Island. Very funny. Kelly Wentworth, obviously, big thing, is um, playing the idol in Second Chances. Aubrey Rocco's big thing is losing to Michelle Fitzgerald. Good shit. This castaway made the worst possible move at Tribal Council. He gave away his immunity idol necklace only to be voted out moments later. Our fellow Michigander, Eric Reichenbach. Hello, Eric. If he hasn't listened to this show, I'd be surprised, honestly. Name the first castaway to be voted out of Survivor David versus Goliath. Is this a trick question? Because technically it's Jessica, right? <laughs> well, why don't, you, why don't you answer? Yeah, I also got that one. I was like, hey, hey, BuzzFeed quiz. Let's see if you actually know what you're talking about. Of the following countries, who doesn't have a version of the game? The fuck? How would I know? Ecuador? I don't know. Canada. Oh, that's right, because they come on our show now. I think I said, I think I said France, and it, yeah, it is Canada. Yeah. How many days did the longest Survivor game last? Ooh, did you get this one? 
Uh, I think so. I'm trying to remember what the correct answer is. Is it 42? It is 42. 47, 42, 39, 36. 39, obviously standard. But 42 was the second season because the first season had been so successful. CBS wanted more. Wu Huang won the final immunity challenge and decided to bring Witch Castaway to final tribal council to compete against him for the title of Soul Survivor and Survivor Kageyan. What is the question? It is who he brought okay. to the final tribal council. <laughs> that would have been Tony. Yep, correct. It's like on Jeopardy sometimes. Even I knew that. Where it's like, I don't even know what you're asking me. Too many words. Which celebrity has not appeared on the show? School of Rock creator, Mike White, Chase Rice, John Rocker, Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte, of course, was on yes, the Traders. Yes, he was too busy being on the Traders. I love that the, that this quiz was made even before that was a show, and he was still on it. This, I think they picked him because he'd done reality TV that wasn't Survivor before, because mm. he had uh, whatever that Ryan Lochte show was. My name's Ryan, and I'm here to say... I love reality TV. I don't, that's a long title. Probably not that. This item is one of the funniest fake idols of all time. It's a stick. That's a subjective question. I got question. this one wrong. What did you say? I said a coconut. Mm. What would that be? Do you, can you say, can you recall a coconut being especially funny on the show Survivor? No. Well, I mean, it was... I didn't, I couldn't, none of these were like, I'm not, I haven't watched the season where the stick was used as an idol. So I was like, well, basically like which of these would be the funniest to use as an idol? And I was like, I don't know, coconut would be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, regular SNL writer over here. I don't know, coconut would be funny. Um, we are on the road, of course, to this season. Um, it's not next season, but maybe the one after that. Let me check our schedule. What's coming up? Thomas, can you remind me what's there's coming up? St- Wait, are you, there's still more to this quiz. Yeah, I know, I know. I just got distracted. Um, okay, so not this summer, but next summer we'll be covering the stick season. Which castaway was voted out? Nope. Which castaway was voted by the public to return in Survivor Cambodia following San Juan Dal Survivor? That would have been Kelly Wentworth, of course. Correct. We watched both these seasons. We did. Which season revolved heavily around the love story between Rob and Amber? Of course, that was All Stars. Mark. We didn't watch All Stars, did we? No, and we probably won't for a while. Yeah, that was the thing. Uh, yeah, aren't there people on there that are... Uh, is that what the issue well, was? Um, that there, were, there were some sketchy characters on I there? I think... The big reason, the tax evader. Oh, is that the that's the second Richard Hatch season, that's right? Richard Hatch's second season, and he yep. does. Sound that's why we didn't watch it. Awful yep, shit that's on that why one. We, not cool. That's why we didn't watch it. Um, yeah. Anyway, I said Redemption Island for this one, and I think I, you know, I got it wrong. Which so. season's lighthouse was a? Which season's tribal council was a lighthouse and authentic shipwreck? I think that was Game Changers. Yes. I got this one wrong. They tricked me. Oh. They had Ghost Island on there, and I was like, well, Ghost Island. Probably Lighthouse and Shipwreck. I also love I wrong. that they show a picture of Tribal Council with the people that were on Game Changers for this question. If you had any... I was just I was moving too fast. Sure. I was trying to I was trying to get to the this end. This is incredibly long, so I understand you want to get through it. You've heard the song many times. What is the Survivor theme song? It is called called Ancient Voices. Did you know this? Yep, I got this. I got this nice. right. Yeah. Three truths and a lie. Okay. 
Spot the lie about season 15 Survivor China. The season slogan was compete in intelligence. The season had hidden immunities in play. That's true. Tribes had the ability to kidnap a player from the other tribe. That's true. The season had the final two sit at final tribal council. I'm trying to remember who was at final tribal council in that season. I think it was a final three. So I'm going to say compete in intelligence. Damn it, it was a final two. Yep, I got that one right. Well, maybe you're, you're I guessed, a bigger Survivor Which was more important. You, you watched the season and I got it because I guessed. Uh, what item did Angelina Keeley ask fellow contestant Natalie Cole for in David vs. Oh, Goliath? I remember this of one. Of course, it's her jacket. That's her jacket. Shit. I scored better than 85% of all other quiz takers. 17 out of what 20. What was your total score? 17 out of 20. What did you get? I got 16 out of 20. Well, apparently, I'm a bigger super fan. And I expected you to beat me. You've watched more seasons than I have. I expected you to beat me by more than this, to be honest. So and they do. They give us a horrible gif of um, what was that tribe called? The yellow tribe on Edge of Extinction with that guy we loved, Ron Clark and Aubrey oh, yeah. and Gavin and Victoria and Julia. I do you love Victoria? I do love Victoria. Um. Um. So. It, was your your designation thing was like Soul Survivor, right? Because I think that's what um, I got. Oh, uh, yeah, Soul Survivor. Impressive. You were able to outwit, outplay. So we both outlet. got to the same level at the very least. Well, I also did get Soul Survivor and how well will you do in Survivor quiz. So I think I've I just got more chances of being the Soul Survivor. Anyway, yeah. Thank, please submit more Quips quizzes to us. Uh, we love receiving them. You can DM them t- to me at TomNotTom on Twitter. Uh, I was delighted to find this, and uh, it was a great submission. Uh, it really was very fun, and I can't wait to see more. Um, Twitter, you've already mentioned. Oh, the rules of the quizzes, of course. has to be a BuzzFeed quiz. We will not go to any other website. And it has to be in some way related to the television program airing since 2000 on CBS and Paramount Plus since more recently Survivor hosted by Jeff Probst. And it can be very tangentially related because we did do one about what kind of rat we would be. (laughs) In fact, that was one of the first ones. Um, Yeah, just like this show, everything is tangentially related to Survivor like The Traitors with Sari. The Traitors is Ceres Redemption Island. I said it from the beginning, and it continues to be true as the season progresses. If you want to follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN, you are more than welcome to do that, or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. That's there, too. On Patreon, um, you know, we did a special Did You Sleep Last Night already, uh, but there's a full show on Patreon.com slash JustPodcast. Is there any other show you want to mention? Uh, why don't you do, why don't you tell them how much uh, did you sleep last night costs? I have to open the URL to do that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, you were gonna have to do that for any of the shows that I said. So. Yeah. Well, we usually don't mention how how much each thing is. Well, it's nice to remind people. So let's let's talk about did you sleep last night? Did you sleep last night? Is fifty thousand dollars a month. It's a bargain at any price, but, but especially at fifty thousand dollars a month. Let me mention. Not only do you get Did You Sleep Last Night, you also get Did You Watch Football Last Week, a patron shout-out, Justin Sink, Just Justin, and Just Joey. And you obviously know what all of those shows are because you're a long-time listener of that show, this show. 
Um, hmm. So, those have ones that are less than that, um, like Justpedia and Just the Carpenters. Ooh, I hope someone pays for Justpedia. <laughs> Honestly, that's the one I'm most looking forward to. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if we did that one, we would have to donate some of the uh, the proceeds to the Wikipedia drive that they're always guilting you over. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that's why they, we require forty thousand dollars a month, yeah, <laughs> so we can yeah. so we can give five to so Wikipedia. we can give a hundred dollars a year to Wikipedia. <laughs> you know what? They deserve it. They've been doing doing good work over the last. Yeah, and if we get to and if we get to skim several thousand dollars off the top of it, then even better. Well, we're making content. We're content creators. We're the Paul brothers. We're basically Ticketmaster. <laughs> we're the WWE of podcasts. <laughs> okay, well that's the show this week. Thank you for listening, Thomas. Did you want to say thank you for listening? I would like to thank the listeners. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. And what would you like to? say on Apple Podcasts and do it fast because I have to be real bad. Okay. Oh, man, you're putting me on the Hooray! spot here. This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify does not allow me to leave reviews, but if I could, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify rap. The review's gotten too long, but you uh, have to do it, and it's five stars, so have a great summer. I read that like it was the not thing they have you. to read before gambling advertisements. <laughs> yeah. If you have an addiction to survivor, please contact somebody. If you if you are addicted to leaving reviews to Did You Watch Survivor last night, please call hotline. Alright. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Please have a great summer. Deuces. To the moon. And beyond. That's what he that's what Buzz Aldrin says. <laughs> and and what's his name? Neil Armstrong. Like, Shut the fuck up! I got one better. You think yeah. the entire time they were up there, he's like, "What are they doing in the ship?" You know, they're all doing it for the theater. Do you yeah, think the, the Napster whole time guy were... is like, "Just say to infinity and beyond. It's yeah. cleaner." <laughs> you think they were just workshopping lines for when they finally got out of the capsule? Yeah, they were. Th- they they had a lot of time to think about it. So yeah. it's like, what are we gonna what are we gonna say? Plus all the training beforehand, I'm sure they had to go through, where it's just a lot of monotonous like body movements. So your brain's free to do whatever. Neil Armstrong had like a notebook that just had a bunch of like crossed out lines. Neil Armstrong actually. To- Neil Armstrong actually wrote the notebook based on that notebook. Did you know that? <laughs> he had a lot of time to write. <laughs> A lot of people don't talk about that, but he had a long flight, you know? You, you need a lot yep, of dog on the flight. Yeah, he crawled into bed in uh, the nursing home or whatever and died with his sweetheart. <laughs> a story is I think that's time. what the ending of that movie is. I remember it being one of those things that's like, this is uh, disgusting. <laughs> like, I This is like if you, if you had to engineer in a lab, like a sappy thing to like try and make people cry. <laughs> I've actually never seen that movie, um, and I uh, was absconded for that this weekend. Is that the right word? Absconded? No, abscond would be like someone ran off with you. Uh, no. I'm trying to think of, were you scolded? Excoriated? Were you excoriated? Excoriated might be the word. I definitely said abscond, not abscond. Apparently abscond is I don't think abscond is a word. Well, yeah. now. Uh, what did you say again? Excoriated? Excoriated. Excoriated is a new word to me. Censure, criticized severely. 
well, I wouldn't say it was severely, but yeah, I was certainly censured. Um, I was made fun of. I was, I made uh, my partner upset for having never watched The Notebook with her specifically. She could have suggested that at any time. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. I'm, I'm open to it. I people love that movie. Let me see why. People love Gilmore Girls. I tried it. it wasn't for me. But I. I'm what just was the response love... to you saying like, why didn't you ask me to watch it? I wouldn't say that to her. Okay. I would just say, yeah, you're right. Let's watch this later. Okay. <laughs> so the notebook's on the list of movies to watch in the near future. Well, have fun with that. Thank you. Smarten up, Probst. What if we kissed at Hamburger University? I got kicked out of Hamburger University for eating too many hot dogs.